Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome to the Basically Famous Podcast, where we're taking our notoriety to the mic and no topic is off limits. I'm your host, Wendy. And I'm your host, Spencer. Each week, we'll talk about life's bullshit, our hot takes, and make one of you basically famous too. You guys, we're talking, hey, you know, we're talking about... um, Fisher being a groomer. Yeah. (laughs) Because he decided to give the dogs haircuts on the day where... um, I babysat Spencer's dog. Yeah. In other news, I did uh, check Brooks, and I think he did escape the doggy haircut fiasco. Oh yeah, from the other day. So I do Spencer's hair, and Fisher does the dog's hair. Yeah, <laughs> I was, uh, there was one one rogue hair. Like when uh, Finley is like shedding, sometimes you'll see this very light colored clump in the mix of all his darker hair. So okay. I know that's like a clump that needs to come out. Yeah, that it's it just Not hasn't attached. dropped. Yeah. So I'll go and I'll pull it out. So Brooks had one on his leg, just ran, which is very weird spot, like almost like at his hock. Okay. And I was like, okay, let me just pull that. But it was definitely attached. So So was there a chunk of hair missing around it? It doesn't look like it was cut. Send me a picture of that. I will. I asked Fisher. I texted Spencer (laughs) because I had her dog on Saturday. And I texted her that night. I was like, Check your dog because Fisher gave Gage and Maggie haircuts. I mean, the fact, like, y'all messaged me after I shared it. People were like, the fact that Gage just sat there and let him do it, A, that is a miracle. He is just a good boy. And Maggie just got a little snip. But then I'm like, check your dog because Fisher swears he did not cut Brooks's hair. But you never know. You never know. Very funny. You never know. You know what, though? We won't charge you. So you're good. Thank you so much. Pro bono work. Uh, If he he ends up a groomer, a little. If he ends up a groomer later in life, I'll be like, he's been doing it for 36 years. So like, he's <laughs> 38. I'm like, right. He started and he was little. He exactly. <laughs> hey, groomers can make great money if they're good. Well, we got groomers that make. I had to have the talk. I said, yeah, don't cut people's hair. Don't cut your hair. Don't cut anybody else's hair. Imagine if that's the report you get the first week of pre-K. You know what, y'all? <laughs> this is about to be for full circle because I swear to God, when I was four years old, guess what I did? I cut people's hair. Not one person. I cut multiple people's hair. And so that's why I'm like, I've been doing hair for 30 years <laughs> because I doing did it my whole life under the day. Right. Literally since I was four, I did. I cut somebody's multiple people's hair in preschool free of charge bangs and my own too. So in my preschool picture, I am dirty. They could have at least gave me a wipe down, but I cut right here, my bangs off. So in my pre-K picture. <gasps> yeah. And I looked straight up trailer trash. Wait, so you either had those bangs or you had the uh, Michelle from Full House bangs. I had both. You've seen. <laughs> but I'm so, just saying, like, you oh, went from right. one extreme to and, the other. And when I tell you my hair when I was four was, like, literally scraggly white blonde hair and, like, real, real, real scraggly. I'm howling. 14 hairs. And I cut half of them. <laughs> All the way to the scalp. I took scissors to my hair once and my mom in a desperate... Uh, 
panic, took me to a supercuts. Oh, right. Did you get a supercut? <laughs> uh, I got a straight choppy ass mullet. Nuh-uh. And they are some of my favorite photos of me as a kid because I was always like I was a tomboy, but mm-hmm. I always wanted to wear a dress. So you, Which, had both. you know, the juxtaposition, it's just it makes sense for my personality now. How too. do you feel about the mullets like being back for kids? I mean, I think mullets are hilarious. Mm-hmm. So I'm never going to look at a mullet and be like, oh, my God, they look so good with that haircut. Like, I think that was the vibe at yeah. one point back in the 80s, 90s. I don't know when like people actually thought you looked good right. with a mullet and permed it. Right. Stop. If I see a mullet now, I'm into it because I assume you're funny. Right. And you're, like in, you're, on, not, and you're in on the joke. You got to be in on the joke. But yeah. you can tell there are people that have the mullets are not in on the oh, joke. Oh, I seen a rat tail in the wild on Friday at Fisher's play <laughs> oh, you date. You yes, did I not. did. A rat tail. A little boy had it. A little boy. It was curled. So when it was wet, I bet it was so long. That's disgusting. It was, <laughs> it was so bad. I'm like, who is wearing, like, no, so, so mullets for me, I'm good with like a month of a mullet. Funny, hilarious, whatever. Yeah. But years of the mullet thing, I'm not into it. Like, I, I'm like, that. you're not joking at that point. Like, you're rocking it because you rocked the mullet. Like, whatever. But you know what? Uh, who am I to say no to do it? Whatever. But, I mean, uh, Rat Tails, the girl, my friend was with me, and she's like, oh, my gosh, that kid has a mullet. Wait till he turns around. And I was like, what? And so he did. He turned around. It was, like, tucked up underneath his collar, and it was curly. And then he moved his head, and there it was. I was like, No. Did I tell you about the kid in my second grade class that he would not sit down? This is before like ADD or ADHD was like a thing, you know, Mm -hmm. kids just wouldn't sit down and teachers were like, sit down, stop getting up. Like, what is your problem? We just didn't know. Well, this one kid would stand up all the time. And she was like, if you get out of your chair, I'm cutting an inch off your, your rat tail. (gasps) That was his punishment. Swear to God. So if you went to Hillendale, I don't even know what year that was. She did. She did. She sure did. It was so long though. When he started, Mm. When he started, <laughs> he went and sat down. He had a cool cut by the end. Listen, he got up. Look, it was gone. I well, that's like my dad. So my my dad grew up. I mean, my dad was born in 43, 44, 43, 43. So like 43. he's, you know, he's an older man now. Mm-hmm. Um, I refuse to call him just old. He's just an older man. That's right, yeah. Um, but so obviously very different time when he right. grew up. Plus he went to a private Catholic school where they were taught by nuns. Right. And no rat tail to be seen, I bet. No rat tail to be seen. These ladies were not getting the D. They were in a bad mood all the time dealing with these little brats. <laughs> no outlet. So frustrated. So frustrated. <laughs> and so he said that, um, like, I mean, they would physically punish them all the time. I mean, literally hit them with- Like beat them? With, with oh, the paddles. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. rulers and, and stuff. paddle days. He said his buddy um, had his hands beat with a ruler till they like cracked and bled. His hands. His oh hands. my gosh. Palm, palms up. And He's the, weak. Arms heavy. Yeah. And mm. uh, he said uh, one time kid was mouthing off. She turned around chucked a big ass Bible at his head. And uh, my. Not him being hit with the word. Uh-huh. And uh, my dad was sitting next to him. She missed the kid and it went straight from my dad's head but he said he ducked out of the way so he didn't get hit which was great yeah um and then he did say that one time he had a a nun take two chalk erasers and stamp his hair into like crazy full of chalk you know mullet or i mean not mullet mohawk mohawk thank you 
That's like when the teachers in movies, they take the chalk and they right in front of your face. Well, that's literally that's what they terrible. did to his head. So that is absolutely like choking, terrible. choking, gagging on all this chalk. Would you back then, the chalk was probably, you know, full of asbestos. <laughs> right. Oh, God. Yeah. No wonder we have the mesothelioma commercials left and right because we all probably got it. And Roundup, like, don't use Roundup. But like, imagine that's, okay, so we went from teachers being able to literally beat kids right. <laughs> to now they like can't even look at them mm-hmm. without uh, getting in trouble. It's crazy. It is crazy. And we wonder why there's a teacher shortage. You couldn't, pay Mm-mm. me to be you, you literally there's no sum of money that would get well me they to literally be don't pay you to be a teacher. <laughs> well, yeah they, they are the most underpaid i swear i'm like i don't know how they do it i really do not know how they do it it's no. wild to deal with the shit and then no. but that's why teachers burn out people are like oh my god nobody stays for tenure anymore why would they why would kids? they yeah why would mm-hmm. they want to stay it's not even the kids it's the parents and all the politics behind it Anyways, i know it's tough that's oh. a whole nother conversation what a time to be alive but, yeah oops but really, we do want to be alive. Oh, for real. I mean, I just got I don't a little, want anything bad to happen to me. No, I'm a little worried since we're sharing some freaky deaky TikTok crap. Oh, yeah. On our Patreon. Like, what? Sign since up for Patreon, FYI. Ew, God, I'm worried for you. I'm going to check on you on Sunday, but it's fun. It's fun. You know, there's just some like weird juju in the universe. People. Mercury's in Gatorade. It is. Ugh. Actually, I wonder, is it? I think so. Hmm. You know what's funny? We've been getting all these, uh, well, we've been getting on tiktok all these uh what's the meteorologists mm. have been warning how like north carolina and uh the whole east coast is in like this burn up danger zone for terrible weather today like a weather warning and yeah tornadoes we're supposed to and get storm- gaga was telling me this but they said like don't be fooled by the sunny skies because that's like a precursor to what's to come they said it was gonna be like hurricane force winds and tornadoes and hail right and hail yeah and meanwhile i'm like it's been hot as hell and sunny all day and i know they said to be weary of that but i mean here we are is it gonna be a sneak a attack seven storm o'clock, seven o'clock at night right like if you're a meteorologist don't you have a little camera in the sky and you know when things are coming Isn't that kind of how that works i guess like how is it gonna sneak attack us there's too much crazy stuff going on right now in the world for me i can't handle it mentally i really can't i know all right well let's jump into our uh, basically famous moment or spotlight moment. We had quite a few people submit some MIV assholes. So we'll do some more of those next week if this one isn't yours. All right. So this one says, am I the asshole but for my sister? She was asked out by her now boyfriend at the beginning of the year. She took a while to say yes because my other sister had liked this guy for about six months and she really didn't want to hurt her feelings. The guy obviously didn't know sister number two liked him as they didn't hang out much. Sister number one said yes because she did really like him and they've been good friends for years. They've been together about eight months now, and it was very awkward at the beginning around sister number two for obvious reasons. But is that an asshole thing to do? I'm torn because they'd be hard to say because that would be hard to say yes. But if it's right, then it's right. You know, thanks, gals. Love you guys. And the pod. Did sister number one. Oh, my Santa. Okay, so she obviously sister number one obviously knew that sister number two liked him. 
But she probably just figured it was like a little crush if they didn't spend much time together, right? Well, yeah, if it wasn't serious, right? And it wasn't like a, a super deep thing. Maggie is so heated about this right now. She's pissed. She's so mad. She disagrees with our take. She says sister number one is the asshole. <laughs> um, go figure, Maggie. A dog talking about a butt. She sees the other dog outside, her playmate. <laughs> um, no, I feel like if, if it's not serious, I don't know. Like if they had dated or hung out in any kind of like romantic context then yes I would say no like you just steer clear of that you would do it for friends why would you do it for siblings I feel like it gets like messy but if like the guy was primarily hanging out with your sister for the last eight years while they were friends sister number one Mm -hmm. and sister number two just kind of knew him through sister number one and there was never any moves made or any romantic context to like their time together yeah Sister number one is not the asshole. No, I don't think so either. Okay. Easy. Wow. Glad we're on the, they're through. never that easy. We'll do one more and then okay. we'll, we'll do the rest for next week. Okay. Uh, so she says, uh, hi ladies, I'm pregnant and do any day with number two. Kind of anxious about the whole thing. I have asked for no visitors in the hospital, even my toddler, as I want to keep him safe from sickness, infection, et cetera, et cetera. I have even asked for no visitors a week to 10 days after so I can rest. We can introduce my toddler to new baby without lots of chaos and so we can settle into some kind of routine. So far, my family and friends seem totally fine with it. My husband's side, father-in-law and his side, seem to think I'm just trying to keep them away. In-laws are not happy with me, not sure they ever really were. Am I the asshole? Mm, That's so hard. I don't think you're the asshole because... Nobody can tell you how to feel after you have a baby and what your rules are going to be or how you want it. And I think that all her reasoning is super valid. It's not like she's letting her family in and not his. So for them to throw that into it, that's just petty. Like, that's dumb. That's obviously not the case. Nobody's allowed. It's not geared to them or directed to them. Right. I think, yeah, if you were letting, like, your family in but not his, then, yeah, I think they would have every right to be Like, if my kid's not allowed in, you're not allowed in. That's how that works. I think it's reasonable. I think you have to just kind of understand that they're excited and be appreciative that they are so excited to meet him. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, let's be honest. Sometimes there's just no pleasing people. And if you're kind of getting the sense that you've never really been like on good terms or great terms, whatever with them, it might not be so much about the baby. It's so hard with kids. Like, you know, everybody has an opinion about a baby. For sure. So it's like, you really, that is so hard to navigate. And it could change from kid one to kid kid two. And then, you know, yeah, no, I'm wondering if they've had opinions along the way, like along the pregnancy, you know, things she does does. or things she eats Uh or whatever. It's like, fuck off. Right. Listen, I'm shocked. I didn't give, give uh, birth to a chicken nugget as much as I eat Chick-fil-A. And I would be <laughs> damned if somebody was going to condemn me for it. Those yeah. are Jesus's calories and Jesus's chicken. And mm. my baby loves all the things. But no, you're not an asshole, girl. You got to do what's right for you and what you feel. Because let me tell you something. That is a real overwhelming time. Yeah. And I just, I, I don't blame you for that. Mm-mm. Robbie's cousin recently had a baby. And it was, I think, probably three weeks mm-hmm. three or four weeks before we met him yeah. he was a preemie and like we just wanted Gotta we them wanted space. them to have their time yeah. their space whatever it's obviously a super chaotic time for somebody that's really anxious mm-hmm. that it's a lot yeah and 
I was like, you know what? When she's ready for us to come meet him, she'll message us. And she did. Yeah. It's like, it's That's okay the best to way give to people space. Like, yep. you're going to meet the damn baby. It's fine. Right. No. And FaceTime. Like, FaceTime is so big. Now just freaking FaceTime the baby and that way you can see him and yeah. whatever. But no, I think that's so hard. FaceTime and social media have changed the landscape of a lot yeah. of things like that. And like, I forget who I was talking about. We were talking about high school reunions. Mm-hmm. And... I was like, they're just so antiquated now with you don't mod- need them really right with technology. If there was somebody from high school that I wanted to keep in touch with, yeah, I could, right? I do, or I could, like, mm-hmm. I could find them and we could catch up. Like, it right. really isn't that serious. I don't need to go see somebody in person and be judged and judge them. That's really what it is. Well, yeah, it's isn't it just to brag about your life? <laughs> Essentially, or Or feel better about your shitty life. Have I I misunderstood what we go to high school (laughs) reunions for? Isn't that what Facebook albums are for about what little Jimmy sports are playing? Like you don't need them anymore. That being said, Mike's grandparents go to like a class reunion thing every month, which is so cute. Um, But I feel like when you're older and like it's your 50th. Yeah, I'm down. Like, let's go because Mm -hmm. we're all at that point. We're going to really see who stood the test of time. Yeah. I'm going to see who cracked. I'm going to see. I'm going to look around the room. That's when you're really judgy. That's when you're like, oh, you just you just went gray yeah. like that. You just went ahead and went all natural. We can see you didn't do preventative Botox. Right. You obviously didn't take care of your skin. Mm, tanning bed still. Mm, it shows the upper lip, all the wrinkles. Mm. <laughs> no, we don't even need them anymore. It's fine. It's fine. Anyways, there's a bunch more in here. So we'll uh, we'll save these. We'll do for a whole week. episode of them yeah. maybe in the we'll next do, coming we'll weeks. We'll do a catch up. so fun. Yeah. All right, so on our stories, we asked about celebrity encounters just because they're always fun to read. And we recently had someone slide into our DMs about um, someone in her family or someone in her best friend's family that's like super famous. And we're like, who is it? And it actually is somebody. We're sworn to secrecy. Oh, I was like, where? We did? Yeah. No, I, I know what yeah. you're talking about. So we were like, oh my gosh, like legit. Like she was totally. Well, you know, some people will be like, oh yeah, I know so-and-so who's so-and-so and so and so and they're they're famous right and then you're like oh who is it and they tell you some you know F you don't list. know yeah like cool never heard of them yes this, this is person like we knew real 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 famous like legitimate yeah. yeah so anyway we thought it would be fun to like kind of dig into some of like the fun celebrity encounters which will also tie into our topic about people just not giving a damn about you if you're not like of any importance Value. based on your following like whatever so we asked y'all and we had some really good ones and then we got a little bit of like color around because some of them, the box is so short, it's hard to like really get details. Yeah. Um, but someone said that she was in Vegas for her sister's 21st. <laughs> I just developed a lisp. 25th. <laughs> her 21st. Her 21st birthday, and we were walking in the hotel. I spotted Scott Disick in his entourage walking towards us. So I was like, guys, let's get a pic with him. We were literally about to brush shoulders. That's how close we were. And we were about to cross paths. I said, Scott, can we get a pic for my sister's birthday? He looked at our group and laughed and kept walking. (gasps) Granted, this was during his binge party phase, so he wasn't that great of a person. LOL. Like, what? Okay, first of all. That one hurts the ego. I know. So first of all. He totally gives off those vibes. Like, have you ever watched anything with him and thought, oh, he would be so kind to like go up to an approachable? He does not no. strike me approachable at all, ever. He strikes me I, so freaking judgy. I do. Lo- I love him. And I think oh, no, that we could, we could be judgy together. Totally. But yeah, but no, I no. wouldn't walk up to him thinking he's going to be really nice. Well, that's okay. So Teresa 
Judice, Judice, yeah. however you want to say it, Real Housewives of <laughs> Guide us. Yeah. <laughs> New, uh, Real Housewives of New Jersey. So in like the earlier seasons, my friend Julia and I were obsessed with that franchise, but yeah. particularly Teresa. It was before we knew that she was so batshit crazy. Right. So we were, um, it was one year at Christmas. We were going to see the Christmas tree at Rockefeller Center. Uh-huh. And Julia was like, oh my God, it's Teresa. And she was there with, uh, I think two of her daughters. I think it was Gia and another one. Okay. And so we, uh, we walk up to them because she wants, Julia's like, I have to get a photo. Like I have, yeah. I have to have a photo. I mean, sometimes and even if it's like somebody that's like a total train wreck, you want a photo or it didn't happen. Yeah. Hello aliens. <laughs> Duh. But at this point, like she was still liked on the show. Okay. No, people didn't really think she was like, so cuckoo doodle do. Okay. Um, so Julia walks up to her. She was engaging with other people. These mm-hmm. two gay guys was like so friendly and like laughing it up. Yeah. Julia kind of waits for her moment for them to like finish what they were doing. And she was like, I know you're trying to get out of here. She was like, I love you so much. Like, can I have what she was so fucking nasty Nuh-uh. and like didn't smile for like, mm, like did that smile where you're oh. just aggravated and annoyed that mm-hmm. you're taking the photo right after she was so fucking chipper and nice to these guys. And Julia was like, Oh my God. She was like, that was Never terrible. Mind. Mind. Yeah. But that's when you she was do. Like, I regret asking. No, that's when you flip it around and go, you know what? Never mind. I don't even want a picture with you. Yeah. Even though you're crotchety and I just wanted this pick or it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. I don't even want a photo with you. And then you walk away. Yeah. That's how you turn that around. Yeah. If I could ever be in that situation. Go back, go back in time. Man. Wouldn't it be nice? I don't know. I'm trying to think of a time that I ever got big time by somebody like that, which is so gross. Like don't big time me. Mm-mm. I don't also you need fans like you need people to like you well hello like that is why people wonder like how Taylor Swift has the fandom that she does literally she's the nicest human on the being yeah she actually shows appreciation for her fans body yeah not just her fans to everybody every single person she encounters she's so kind she goes above and beyond and does things that nobody else is gonna do she doesn't I'm about to go drive the buses for her. She doesn't selfie shame you. No, you know, like, right. No, absolutely. Things. But like, yeah, you you have to have fans. The only time, and this is like my favorite, I've had some celebrity encounters, but my favorite, favorite one is when I was in Vegas mm-hmm. and we were at a club and we had gotten, we knew like a promoter. So we got like a table, whatever. Magnolia dragging her ass. That am I the asshole? Really got her worked up. <laughs> really got her got her full. God, let me come on over here. Yeah, she's like, smell my butt. It must have really hurt if she was dragging on the floor. This is so gross. All right, go bye. <laughs> so uh, we have this table, and Gangsters Paradise starts playing, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I love Coolio. Just yeah. so we're clear. So. I'm like, oh my God, yes. I'm hyped. I'm like, hey, what, like, whatever happened to Coolio? Everybody's like, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, 20 minutes later, my friend taps me on the shoulder and he goes, hey, you know how you were wondering what happened to Coolio? He's right there. And he was 10 feet from me. And of course, had like a hole in the baseball cap braids coming up. Yeah. Of course, you can't wear a baseball cap in the club, but Coolio can. Coolio can do whatever he wants. Coolio can do whatever he wants. So my ass goes running up to him. I'm wasted. And I'm like, Coolio. I was like, 
I love you so much. And then I start rapping Gangster's Paradise Good. to him. Mm-hmm. And the look on his face is like, who is this? Uh, who let you in here? This ghoul. <laughs> you know, like, who did she think she is uh, singing my song? Anyways, whole thing. He took a picture with me. He threw up gang signs. I didn't realize at the time. I shared it everywhere. Oh, good. Yeah. I will still share it to social media because it's my favorite Absolutely. photo of all times. I look like you would think I would look. And there he is just begrudgingly taking a photo with me. I love it. So, okay. You got to have fans, so. Got to have fans. So at the table next to us was this old man. I mean, he was definitely looked like Russian mafia or some shit. And he was with a lady of the night. Okay. For sure. Not passing judgment. Just, you know, observation. Make that money, honey. Well, he ordered a $65,000 bottle of champagne. So, you know, they were having themselves a final time. I'm going to cash that in for a car. <laughs> they had, they poured one glass. They and left. Didn't even drink the full glasses. And then they left. So who popped right on over to that table and helped You better themselves? have, or I'm going to be so mad at you. I did not, but Coolio did. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Coolio did real quick within like 30 seconds. No doubt about it. His ass was at that table. We love a bargain. Pouring himself some That's of right. that champagne. And he had these three young girls with him. And I'm like, okay, do you think Coolio? And I was like, I wonder if he knew them. And I was like, nah, he definitely didn't know them. He just like took over. Mm-hmm. Okay, whatever. They're letting him do his thing. We're dancing. I turn around and I see a girl's legs in the air. Okay. And Coolio's head is between them. Okay. And he was eating her out in the middle of this club bye there's no dividers between our tables by the way so like our couches are probably two feet away from one another and he's just going to town and the other two are like caressing his back i mean it's like a fucking orgy right there and i I was like cannot i was like what is happening what is happening listen Whatever happened in Vegas did not stay in Vegas because you just told all of us about it. But I tell anybody that'll listen. It's it is to this so day wild. the weirdest that, encounter I've ever Vegas had. Vegas is weird with somebody I actually like really liked. Mm-hmm. Well, that was also the same night that um, this guy who was kind of creepy and like semi stalking me, but not fully stalking me was at the same club. We lived oh. in New York at the time. He was there so at the Vegas club too. by himself. Just walking around. Every time I looked up or down, he was there watching. You it's better a whole be glad story. he didn't chop you up and leave you in Vegas. It's a whole other story. <laughs> I'll have to tell for another time. But oh Robbie was like, is that so-and-so? He was a regular customer of mine. Mm-mm. Yeah. That's and I much. was like, oh, my God. And it was so fucking weird. And then, like, at one point we were dancing. And I turned. And he was he had his back to my back. No. And he just had his drink. Mm-mm. And I was like, I, I can't. Like, that's I when you literally up, ran away. It was no, so that's when you get Coolio weird. and you're like, hey, what what were you doing? Show me. <laughs> yeah. Show, show me, me with your hands what you're doing. Signs again because like, right, I need you know. him to leave me alone. I bet Coolio would have done something with him. Maybe. But is that not so fucking that's creepy? So freaky. Yeah. The one, the fact that he would be there invade like all the way across the country right but be in the same like you didn't just casually end up in the same neighborhood you're in a whole different time zone and in the same club on the same night Mm -hmm. in this no he was there because he somehow knew i was there that is so freaky story for another time that was a whole another saga of my (sighs) life man i'm stressed for you actually okay so this person 
um, sent us in and she said that she saw Spencer Pratt walking by a crystal shop on the boardwalk. He overheard me telling my cousin, oh, hey, that's Spencer Pratt. And he asked if I'd like a picture. So I obliged, even though I was definitely team LC back in the day. <laughs> I was probably 59. That was your first wrong move. Yeah, right. I was probably 59 yards away and some lady comes chasing me down, making a signed video release for him because it was, oh, he was filming. Never saw an actual crew until we looked back. It was wild and so unnecessary. But he was actually very kind in person, which is so funny. Um, and so she sent the picture of him and um, the kid is also his nephew. Oh, so it's her with him and uh, the nephew. And thank you. You Spencer's. are hard pressed to find anybody that has anything negative to say about him. We've even talked to him in DMs before yeah. when we were sharing the raw meat. Remember when they were uh-huh. eating raw meat? Um, and he was super like he laughed about the stuff we were saying. Oh, no. They're, like it was very, so chill. And I have to. I have to figure Heidi is probably a very good person also. Mm-hmm. Like they just made some really bad choices and they let fame and money like get to their head and you know. Their faces, but outside of it. Well, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, yeah, I think that's hard. So Laguna Beach, I remember going to Laguna. I went to um, La Jolla in San Diego and then we went to Laguna Beach for the day and I definitely walked right up in Stephen Coletti's surf shop. I'm like, is Stephen here? <laughs> No, you didn't. Yes, I did. This was 2006, so I think it was like a couple years after. Um, but Stephen here. Oh, I took a picture right there, and I had—I'll never forget it. I had on a brown tank top with a white one under it, jean skirt. You know, a short jean skirt tank top pulled over the most unflattering angle with the belt on top oh, of yeah. it, standing there in front of well, his you. Fit surf right shop. in, dang right. You that outfit was like the outfit Cream of, of the that crop, time. baby. I mean, yeah. I truly was living my best life. He was not working and they probably were like this dingbat. Like everybody probably comes in and asks for them, but the only thing you ugh. needed to complete that outfit was Uggs. What? Well, Uggs, but you know, the little like knit hobo style bag that had the big sequence. Honestly, I probably did. I, I do remember because <laughs> I have a picture sitting in the airport of my pink razor phone and I had a hot pink with stars um, on the phone case. That's what I had at the time because I have a picture sitting in the airport and I'm holding it. I'm like, <laughs> get my picture. Another person said she was at a club in San Diego like six years ago. And Flava Flav was there. Somewhere my friend and I got in his section table. He ordered pizza to be delivered. Also WTF. Hey, we love pizza. And one of the people who he was with and his crew tried feeding it to her and literally stuck it directly in her eyeball. Oh, God. (laughs) Wait, was this recording anything? I know it's thundering. Look at that. We were just talking shit about the meteorologist. Well, while you were talking about that, I did pull up the um, thing and it was showing... Shit. Out of nowhere. They were right. Out of nowhere, baby. Wow. Weathermen um, earning their paychecks for once. What do you know? The only job where you can be right all the time. Or wrong all the time. Um, But I wonder if they were like filming this or is it just random? Like they just randomly were like, hey, here, right in your eyeball? I don't know. That's fucking weird. <sighs> um, Okay. So this person said that they met Jennifer Coolidge naturally. Like Need obsessed. to know. Need to know. Um, So <clears throat> she says... I worked at this store, which only sold alpaca sweaters in the Boston suburbs in 2015. It was super slow. And randomly one day, Jennifer Coolidge came in. She tried on everything in the store, but couldn't decide if she wanted to buy this hundred dollar sweater. You know what? A frugal queen, because in 2015, she was living off of, you know, legally blonde. American pie, legally blonde royalty checks. And, you know, which were girls money. just fine. She was doing just fine. Probably enough but I where still she's like poor, but like. No, but know, I still like still that she's second guessed it. Yeah. Just because you can spend it don't mean you should. Right. I, I'm, I'm here for it. 
So uh, she goes on to say her phone kept ringing and she kept losing it in her purse. I had all my biology homework out and she was asking me about my classes. I acted like I had no idea who she was because I didn't want it to be awkward. Anyway, she was on the fence about buying the sweater and asked for my number in case she wanted to come back later. She texted me a couple days later and literally everything in the text was spelled wrong. She's amazing. I okay, so now I love her even more because same. So she's actually her character's. Like she's not acting. She's just That's being herself. Her. No, I love that. And I also, it does not bother me. Well, obviously I text you, girl, you see how jambled up and I don't be using no question marks or nothing either. I'll just ask somebody a question. No punctuation. But I just feel like people read it in my voice. So you just know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Rarely do I ever put question marks. I do. Definitely. But <laughs> I love that she just lives her truth. Like in and all cu- the ways. And a couple days later thinks to message the girl she doesn't know at the sweater shop that like, whatever it's God, we love her um and then this one said i saw chris pine when i work was working at a restaurant came in with a guy and some ladies that looked like models ordered a salad off the menu but completely customized it to a whole new salad lol also she really oh he really enjoyed our drinks which is nice i just can't get over the fact that he wore flip-flops and them toes were crusty <laughs> <laughs> stop uh same restaurant Kristen wig was leaving and asked if she can take a few matchbooks because she loves them i told her she can take the whole jar if she wanted but because we have a shit ton she laughed and took a couple and thanked me really nice and much more beautiful in person i was trying so hard not to fangirl um so those are nice ones all right let me plow through a couple like shorter ones um garth brooks and he told me the song that summer was about an older lover he had as a teen no shit uh, I mean, but that's literally what the song is about. Yeah. Um, Justin Timberlake at Starbucks in Manorville, New York, when I worked there, and she put heart eyes. Although I've heard he is so amazing, like in person, like super chill and nice, which I love to hear that. Really? Because mm-hmm. I've read a lot of the opposite. Really? Yeah. I heard this from I would like to a client that, that works in showbiz that better be listening to this podcast. Um, so we'll believe it. We'll take it as he's good. Yeah, he's good. Um, he might be a philanderer, but he's nice. <laughs> right. Nick Cannon, club in Vegas before Mariah, fine, but on something. He was fine, but on something. Oh, y'all. Yeah. The power is flickering, y'all. Um, wow. This It's really getting sucks. freaky deaky, right? Yeah. Donnie Wahlberg and Jenny McCarthy, when they were at a party and she put a heart Joey Fatone at a hospital gala. So nice. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Hugh Jackman in NY. Spencer Pratt in Venice Beach. Camera crew chased me down. Oh, that was the girl that we just read. Gavin Rosdell. He was so nice. I love reading that they're nice because sometimes they not. Met Jamie Lynn Spears at a concert. We were wearing very similar outfits. She was not nice. Are we surprised? Mm-mm. No. Um, this one, this person said, Tom Hanks once told me I had a face only a mother could love. <gasps> then he bought me and my friend a drink and walked off laughing. Nice guy. <laughs> oh my. Okay. But, 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 well, we know he's great. He's jumping on couches and stuff. That is such an asshole, but hilarious. No, Tom thing. Hanks, not Tom Cruise. Oh, did I say Tom Cruise? I don't know. I doubt it. I think I heard you <laughs> wrong. I actually love Tom Hanks. I hate to hear that. I mean, maybe he was just drunk. He had to be joking. But he walked off He did laughing. buy them both drinks. I don't know. But then he walked off laughing. But that actually makes me... If he did that to me, I wouldn't even care. I'd be like, you know what? I mean, Same. your forehead is huge, funny. but you're funny. Yeah. Like, who story. cares? It's just funny. <laughs> I met Adam Sandler in Hawaii. He was so nice. And I have a great picture of us together. Love it. I bet his outfit is top notch. 
Because I dress like him a lot. He's my fashion advice. There was two here um, that were for Ashton Kutcher. Oh. And both glowing. So I wanted to read those. Yeah, I do. Um, last summer, while at Urgent Care, uh, I met Ashton Kutcher. I was sick and stressed out, couldn't find the office. My anxiety took over, and I crumpled into a tiny ball on the floor and put my head in my hands. A moment later, someone tapped me on the shoulder and asked if I was okay. I looked up, and there was Ashton pushing a stroller. He helped me up and walked with me to the doctor's office. I wish I hadn't been so sick during the encounter. Nevertheless, his kindness and warmth was deeply appreciated. And then the second one was my boyfriend's uncle lived in New Orleans in the area where Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis were rumored to be living for a while. And one morning, this is so gross. What is it with feet? One Uh morning, my boyfriend's uncle was sitting on the front porch clipping his toenails and he heard a voice say, Beautiful morning for cutting some toenails. And he looked up and it was Ashton Kutcher walking by. <laughs> oh, I hope he laughed. Uh, I hope Stop. so too. That's okay. hysterical. Floyd Mayweather wouldn't shake my son's hand. He waved him away. He's an ass. That is so rude. I hate when people, celebrities especially, when they are an idol of some sort, like a lot of sports, that is so rude yeah. to do to a child. Like well, truly. I don't he's like an that. Ass. He's, I need you to look outside right now. I might be spending the night. I know I live four minutes down the road, but like. But also your thing has me freaked out a little bit. Who's watching you from afar? And I'm going to need them not to do any voodoo while you're at my house or to you in general. <laughs> but especially. Can whatever's about to happen to you just happen like not It's here. not going to, but I'm just saying that it's freaky. But it, y'all, it is so freaky outside. I'm not even kidding. Wow, I'm like really eating my words from earlier. Damn. Better edit that out. Uh, no, don't. It's no, better. I'm going to leave it. Well, I got to tell you, so this kind of ties into what we were going to talk about. Okay. Did you read this one? I'm not going to say who it is. They said, not a celebrity, an influencer. Blank is terrible. She shops at the store I work for and leaves piles on the floor. It's somebody that we don't overly glorify here. Um, Can I already guess? Yeah, that's who I was going to guess. So that is not surprising, actually. I mean, do you want to say who it is or do we not? Like, no. Okay. Let's not. Because that's not. just a can of worms I don't even want to open. Totally. Um, but not surprised. Uh, let's be honest. You and I know from our own experience, people are not as they seem Mm-mm. on the internet. Mm-mm. And so I, I, I'm not surprised at all when I hear these stories. This is some freaky Y'all. shit. And no I love kidding. storms. So do I, but, but I'm is. like, am I supposed to drive home in this? It is literally the lightning. So I sit with my back towards the, trees the windows. Are sideways. Well, the lightning strikes are coming off the ground and I can see it through like where my name and our my power has flickered multiple times. Oh, the fact that we haven't like, lost this so far is really actually And the a wind is literally whipping it is literally like a movie. Well, it's exactly what they said it would be, so this is the basically famous weather podcast because we're freaking out a little bit. I mean, a little bit, yeah, because it really came out of nowhere. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> like they said, it would. <laughs> so weird. Imagine. Listen, you can't always lie to us and then expect us to believe you when you have some off the. That sounded so off the wall. It was pretty, and it was like, oh, it's just going to come out everywhere. Don't let, let it fool yeah. you. Well, you can't even get it right if it's cloudy all day and you say it's going to rain and it doesn't. What your eyeballs are so big. Yeah, because I just can't get over the trees. They are whipping. So do we whipping cut this short name. or what? Like, what do we do? 
Ladies and gents, it's been a couple days. We're back. The storm blew in and blew out so quickly, but we were being dramatic. Shocker, not us. We were. Well, I'm literally like running around packing up my stuff to head home. I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to get home. She's like, text me when you get back. I mean, four minutes down the road, which I then forgot. She did not text me. I did not. I I did forget within four minutes time. Um, But that was it. Like literally the worst of it was Mm -hmm. sitting here when we lost power and then it was all good. And then it was all good. And it came in. I mean, it did some damage in the area. I feel like a lot of people lost power for hours. Thank goodness we did not. Oh, no, it was pretty legit, but it was insane. But it did come out of nowhere. But we're back and we need to finish our conversation because it's funny. I was on Spencer. I was like. I feel like we were so all over the place because it got so dark so quick and then we were so distracted that it was hard to like collect our thoughts and have good conversation around it. But so if the like 39 minutes leading up to now is a little chaotic, that's why. Sorry. Don't mind us. (laughs) Right. Although we've been together now all day long, literally for about 12 hours. So it might not be any better. We might be giving ourselves too much credit, but (laughs) we are back still talking about crazy celebrity (sighs) encounters. It'll be great. It will be great. Um, and I was telling Spencer, I was like, oh my gosh, in the moment, I don't know if I was just so distracted, but I could not think of any, or I just didn't think of any. And then the other day, me and Stacy were texting each other and I was, we were talking about NASCAR and, um, I was like pulling up some old pictures to show her stuff. Girl, I found my I was picture. I going to say your NASCAR day. You so definitely had celebrity run-ins. I did. And I sent her a picture of John Cena teaching me how to flex. Like I have him <sighs> standing behind me and I have my, not a good muscle, but um, I did a commercial with him. We were with, it was with Gillette and it was like up in Pocono in the Poconos in Pennsylvania. And that one was so fun. And he was like, so chill, but I like totally forgot about that. I just forget People about. People have the nicest. We had a couple submissions about him too. Oh, really? Yes. I didn't see those. People have the nicest things to say about him. Like, so I think funny. you are hard pressed to find anybody that doesn't have something positive to say about John Cena. Oh, that's Cena. cool. I mean, he was cool with us too. Like he, um, for the commercial that they were shooting, he had to jump on a bus and he wasn't telling anybody at the track that he was doing it. And so he got on the bus and they were like, obviously freaking out. Cause it's John Cena. Right. And then he stayed behind. So I had to drive him in a golf cart. Y'all. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I did. And um, he was cool. He was fun. It was just like a friend. Like he was just like shooting the shit, joking. Um, And then when we got back to like our little uh, area that everybody was at, like the camera crew, he was standing there. And so me and this girl, Christina, that I was working with, we're like, let's do a flexing picture. So he like was teaching us how to properly flex, which I don't think it mattered if I properly flex or not (laughs) because I didn't have a muscle like him. But no, he was really cute or cool. And he was cute too, duh. But um, this is when he was with Nikki Bella. Oh, okay. So this was a long time ago. They were endgame for me. I really liked them I together. I liked them together too. But you know what? She's she's married now. She has a baby. That's really all she wanted. So. I know. Wishing wishing him all the best. Maybe he'll find his partner. <sighs> maybe you he know. will. You, maybe he will. Um, all right. So let's jump in. So this one, I'm glad that I remembered to come back to it. Yeah. So um, they said, I shared an elevator with Beyonce back in the early 2000s when she was doing the Destiny's Child farewell tour. It was my dad, me, Beyonce, and a hulking bodyguard. My dad being my dad didn't know who she was and assumed they were a married couple and gave the man crap about carrying all the bags himself. (laughs) She laughed. He kind of giggled a bit and they both looked at each other awkwardly. Then they hopped off the elevator and walked straight onto a tour bus with her face plastered on the side, at which point my dad said wait who is that five out of seven would share an elevator again (laughs) oh my gosh okay isn't it kind of crazy that Beyonce would want to share the elevator with anybody 
I don't find her as an elevator share kind of girl. I don't find her as a very warm and fuzzy person in mm-hmm. general. Uh, listen, okay, this is maybe this is a hot take. Oh, I, I, I have a hot take on her, so you I, say it. I am not a Beyonce Me either. fan. I don't I, get it. I I don't get it. I don't get it. I think that she, okay, you can't take anything away from her. She's immensely talented. I don't care for her music at all. Like people are like clamoring and they're like, the only reason Taylor's concerts are getting so much press is because Beyonce Beyonce. is doing international first. I'm like, maybe that's true. But like, I've heard Beyonce's music, especially like the dance music. Yeah. Give me old school Destiny's Destiny's Child. Child, Even her first solo album. Give it to me. I'll take it all day long. I really liked it. I am not into her music now. And I feel like she overperforms. Like whenever I've seen videos of her performing live, there's so many runs and it's just so show it's too much. For yeah. Me. I don't, I don't connect with her either. I don't love her. I don't, I did like some destiny's child like songs, but they don't, it's not like that's my favorite. So I was more of like TLC. I love TLC over like destiny's child. Not that it was at the exact uh, see, same I time. I love destiny's child. I did love them. Yeah. I liked a couple of their songs, but it didn't, it wasn't like I was going to them. Whereas I would pick like, other like you know salt and pepper tlc if i wanted to listen to like that girl like music like that i would go for that and i mean ladies leave men at home i like that one club is full of balls and the pack is full girl yeah but yeah she doesn't do it for me and i don't get it i don't get the hype and i get the hype about taylor but i don't get the hype about beyonce do you know what i'm saying like and i'm not a swifty i'm not a diehard taylor fan i get it but like it's also like i told you the yeah. But there's totally people that feel exactly the opposite. Yeah, so, you oh, know of what? course. That's fine. We can all have our opinions. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, she does not strike me as a warm and fuzzy person. That being said, I think that there are things like that she has done. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people don't remember that she received an award and got on stage. And I forget which award show it was. And she asked Taylor Swift to come up and take the space after mm-hmm. the whole Kanye thing. I like, do remember that. That yeah. is like such a... that. You're not a bad person. So at least and you doing can do that. Beyonce. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, like that yeah, speaks nice. to her character, right? Yeah, so, nice. listen, I'm sure she's lovely, but I, I but is she lovely? I don't know. Yeah, I, I said I'm sure she is, but I can't say for sure. Yeah, I don't know. She, she has, she's got an army, okay, and you know what? That's all that matters. So she's here's rich. a question for you before we move on to the next one. Okay. Since we're on the topic of Beyonce, mm-hmm. what is the Illuminati? Why are you asking me? Because you always hear. People I do hear about, about it. it. Is but it I like an underground like drug deal or something? <laughs> it's like a cult, right? I don't I don't know. I don't know either. But yeah, like everybody's I like, hope I'm not offending anybody right now, but I just feel like it's like a cult. The Illuminati. Okay, hold on. Illuminati. <laughs> the Illuminati is a name given to several groups, both real and fictitious. Historically, the name refers to the Bavarian Illuminati. Okay, boring. I'm not here for a history lesson. How yeah. does it apply to Beyonce? Do people say she's in the Illuminati? Yeah, they say they both are. Like, they do, like, the diamond thing with their hands. Who? Taylor Swift and Beyonce? No, Beyonce and Jay-Z. Oh. Well, that's, like, the whole thing, right? Like, diamonds. Hold on. Illuminati. Not immunity popping up for my suggested. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there's an actual website. (laughs) Beyonce-Illuminati.com. No way. Is Beyonce in the Illuminati? A whole oh, website wow. dedicated to this. I cannot. Oh my gosh. Okay, but I don't under- I don't understand. No, I don't know either. I'm very confused. It says it was founded in 1776, though. That's a long time. 
in Germany? Illuminati. Oh, okay. Here we go. Forbes did an article. The bizarre Beyonce conspiracy theory explained. All right, I'm ready. Uh, what do they say? Oh, I guess it's like QAnon adjacent. I don't know. Maybe we'll have to deep dive this for a Patreon. Yeah, because I'm trying to read and it, I'm I'm seeing a quarter and I see something about the French Revolution. Um, yeah, this article what? from Forbes says untangling the complexities of the Illuminati conspiracy would require its own article. But in a nutshell, conspiracy theorists allege that the world is run by an ancient cabal, cabal of cultists mm. who communicate through secret single. Wow, words communicate through secret signals, sometimes concealed within music videos. It's a bit weird that these supposedly all powerful pe- Jesus Christ can we himself. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew. Let me try over. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Yikes. It's a bit weird. I should have done my how now brown cow warm-ups. It's a bit weird that these supposedly all-powerful people can't just speak privately or send text messages to one another, but that's the idea. The theory distracts adherents from real issues like economic inequality and climate change by pushing the idea that valuable information can be gleaned from phrases like Becky with the good hair rather than, say, becoming more informed about politics and power dynamics. Uh, For several years, Jay-Z has, during his performances, made a hand signal that forms a triangle. This is supposedly meant to represent a diamond and has been synonymous with Jay-Z and his record label. Occasionally, Beyonce will also flash the hand signal, likely in support of her husband. But the triangle shape is, for some, associated with the eye of providence, usually enclosed inside of a triangle or a pyramid. Said eye is connected to a wide range of belief systems, including the Freemasons and Illuminati, along with many conspiracy theories that surround them. Recently, Pizzagate also became associated with the triangle shape. I can't. That's too much. I'm confused. It's a cult. (laughs) Got it. It's a very glittery cult. Yeah. I like glitter and I'm not opposed to being, I am already in a cult. It's called the Swifty cult. And I, I happen to like- Cults are taken. I happen to like being in a cult, so- yeah, that's a lot. Okay, well, now that we know, maybe someone can put it in layman's terms for us. Dumb it Somebody down. Somebody will know. Somebody will yeah, know. Yeah, dumb it down. Thank Man. you. Yeah. All right, let's get on to some more. So this one, um, she actually met several people. So uh, Gordon Ramsay, very polite, very nice to talk to. I left that interaction thinking, what a cool guy. Quite the gentleman. And actually, that one I hear a lot too. That, Gordon like, Ramsay? Yeah. The, his I whole, thought he wasn't that like nice. No, that's everyone who says they've met him in oh. person. Actually, that he's lovely, but his oh. like, you his know, persona, his persona yeah. is the angry chef, you know? All right. I like to hear it. Uh, Ricky Lake is adorable. I didn't even realize it was her at first, but once we caught on, uh, she sat down with us to discuss her weight loss journey and stayed for a good half hour. She was witty and charming. Such a delight. Charles Barkley was very down to earth, no entourage, no security, just came into our store to shop and very willing to chat and take pictures if you wanted. And we can vouch for that. He, no security, no, very willing to take photos. (laughs) Um, When we were in Dallas for our live show last year, um, we went out, what what was it? Were we out to lunch the next day? Yeah. And um, Elaine was there and she saw him from across the street and she was like, is that Charles Barkley? I was like, 
No, I thought she saw him before she was with us, and she was like, I think I saw Charles Barkley. And we're like, no, you didn't. And then we met up with her. It was, She was, no, she was still with us, oh. but we were across the street. Okay. Remember, because we went to that one restaurant first, yep, and, and then we left out. there, and yep. she was like, I think that was Charles Barkley. And we were like, no, okay. Yes, and then when we went to that restaurant, yeah. he never left the block, apparently. Right. He was just he walking just up and down. He was just walking. But anyway, she ended up getting a picture. It is... Uh, the backdrop on her phone. I'm pretty sure it's the backdrop on Ua's phone. Oh, I love it. She was so happy. She was like, oh my gosh. Elated. She didn't even want to, y'all know how like wild and crazy she is. Like she's not shy. She was, she would not ask him for a photo. I had to ask for her. Yeah, no, she was like, she was like no, I can't. No, I can't. Inside. No, I can't. And then she was grinning for me. It was really cute. If you ask so her excited. her like number one prize possession, it, it's quite literally that photo. Stop. <laughs> that's really like endearing though that's really cute that she loves it that much loves it and then oh. the last one from this one said brad garrett from everyone loves raymond what a miserable guy <laughs> would not acknowledge anybody with eye contact specifically asked us to not talk to him and if you approached him to see if he needed any help you got this death stare like you were the foulest piece of garbage dang that's rough um okay someone said they ran into andy dick on their wedding night and he signed their marriage certificate <laughs> fucking love andy dick and we were just yeah. talking about him not long ago because yes this, okay so there yes. was this skit I, I don't know if it was snl i don't know if it was like his own show but i remember as a kid it was like in the early 90s it was called anus and andy <laughs> and it was this puppet that was an anus and he spit out chocolate covered raisins as he spoke oh <laughs> i mean that shit is so fucking weird and it was the funniest shit and i can even remember my mom was would just yeah. sit there and just, just die, die laughing. laughing with us um oh my gosh somebody said tim mcgraw her friend wait hold on my friend was asked to come to his hotel after the concert but it was pre-faith i've actually heard some pretty crazy things about them and they're they're not always you know are they swingers I don't know. If allegedly. I don't know if it's that they're allegedly. swingers, but I heard they or have like, an open marriage. I heard allegedly that they like, that they like booger sugar and that they like to do what they want to do with whoever they want to do it with. But that's allegedly. Don't put my name on it. Interesting. You know what? For celebrities to stay married for as long as they've been married mm -hmm. and like off the radar, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean. And like, good for you. Here's the thing. I'm not here to yuck anybody's yum. The older I get, the more I learn about people's weird relationships. Or, sorry. I feel like if you're going to get married, you're kind of committing to staying in that. But that's okay. Hey, do you? But All I right. just think, so while well, we've talked about that, like open yeah. marriages in general, like, I mean, they might not be for me or you, yeah. but I'm not mad about it. Do whatever's going to work for you. Okay. <laughs> I don't agree, but okay. Um, someone said, Jason and Brittany Aldean at Bucky's. They were super nice and smiled as I took a pic when they walked by. <laughs> I love that they didn't like freak out on them because if you're going to be famous, I always... To go to a Bucky's when, hey. with any degree of fame, yeah. that's a brave move. That is a brave move. Um, but like, if you're going to be famous, you got to kind of know and expect, and I'm sure it does get old and you can have a bad day, but you got to know that you got to be on high alert, right? You just better smile and, and roll on with it. But totally. Um, I'm trying to read some met Gary Allen last night. So nice. Nineties country growing up who Gary Allen is. Did he sing that airplane song? I'm just sitting out here watching airplanes. Oh, that, I think that was that Gary, Gary Allen. Allen. He had a couple of good ones. I feel like he, he had some ballads. Yeah. This one, um, this one actually made me a little sad. And like, I'm not saying that she's lying, but uh -oh. I'm choosing not to believe it. And by the way, y'all, we're reading submissions from people that submitted them on our podcast page. So these aren't just like random ones. These yes. are ones that y'all know. So 
So this person said, I worked at a bar uh, in a restaurant when I was in college. And one night, Kevin Hart came in to eat. He wasn't really famous or that famous at the time. I didn't know who he was, but I was curious as I had to go back to the stock room to get a thousand plus dollar bottle of champagne that he ordered in addition to pouring a bunch of really expensive top, top shelf shots. Uh, His bill ended up being well over $2,000. The girl who had his table, who also didn't know who he was, said he was by far the most demanding and rude person she had encountered while working there and that he was extremely demeaning. He ended up leaving a $4 tip all in crumpled up singles. Wait, who did that? Kevin Hart, allegedly. I don't <gasps> believe that. I refuse to believe it. I do not want to believe that. I love him so much. I just refuse to believe that. Have you seen the guy on TikTok that calls people and he sounds like Kevin Hart? He's like doing prank calls. Oh, he's like, hey, yes. what are you doing? Yeah. I just want to tell you something. And he sounds just like him. Yeah. It's so funny. I love it. But that's kind of like, um, what's his face? The the British talk show, um, James Corden. Guy, James yeah. Corden. Yeah, so the singer guy, but yeah, the karaoke. Carpool tomato, karaoke. tomato. Right. People have very not pleasant things to say about him, that he's really? very rude and not at all the nice guy he portrays on TV. Very Ellen-esque, oh. which makes me really sad. I also refuse to believe that. And Ellen, I believe. Yeah, <laughs> Ellen, there's too many things that track that people are like, she is just not yeah. a kind person, but whatever. But um, that sucks because Kevin Hart just seems to like happy-go-lucky, like a little chihuahua, just like a do-do-do-do-do. You know what I mean? He just like seems so happy. Chihuahua. Very high energy and happy and like, yo, check it. All right. I just love him. He's so spastic and funny to me. I know. I'm very sad if that is true, but I'm going to continue to believe that that's not right. Um, Someone said Britney Spears. I got kicked out of a dressing room mid try on so she could shop alone. I need to know if this was recent, um, later, like when was this like a long time ago? (laughs) We have um, a very wide uh, demographic. I need to know what Britney that we're talking about. What stage of Britney? Shaved head Britney, uh, bad extension Britney, which is all of them. Um, you know, literally, she has terrible extensions. Rip. Um, the Fonz and Fonzie. He was such a complete jerk. So rude. That's a bummer because the Fonzie from um, Happy Days. I buy that. Yeah, I'm sure that tracks totally. Yeah, he's mm, sad. Um, David Gallagher in the height of his seventh heaven fame. Now I feel old, LOL, but she didn't say. Wait, which one was David Gallagher? The older brother or the younger brother? Simon, okay. Barry, Barry, what was his name? Barry something, Matt, Matt, Barry. Okay, wait. What? We have to talk about this. Seventh heaven? Yes. Seventh heaven. Yeah, what? Okay. Mm -hmm. The storylines that were on that show. Wild, right? Wild. Okay, so there's this guy, um, his name, like his handle life is just Robert on TikTok. Okay. So I'm not sure, sh- or at least his name. I don't know what his handle actually is, but he's a verified account. He's a huge creator. Yeah. He's been recapping oh, these I episodes of Seventh Heaven. When I tell you, I have watched these and my mouth is hanging mm-hmm. open at how problematic that show actually was. And of course, now we know that like the actor that played the dad was actually like a pro. Yeah. So- we know that he's like, you know, mm-hmm. pedo, mm-hmm. whatever. Right? Isn't yeah, he in nasty. jail? Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know if he's in jail, but he was on trial. Maybe. A, I don't know. Okay. Let me look. He's go problematic. Ahead. Yeah, go ahead. But totally. the storylines are just, uh, they're so off the wall. And I'm like, how was this not only, how are these able to be on television, but how are they able to be on like this supposedly like wholesome Christian TV show? And I was like, Damn. 
And I remember that show was a religion. Like I had these, pardon the term, but Bible thumper neighbors Mm -hmm. and the girls, that's all they wanted to do was sit around their house and watch Seventh Heaven or Veggie Tales. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, I loved the show. Right. I, I can't. I can't. I think it's because it was so extreme and everything. Like, don't you remember the mom, like, being like, Mary, I just wanted to let you know that I've tried pot too that was one, that one that was one of the ones that okay they i've seen about. people share that i haven't i don't know that i've seen the person that you're saying but i, I will, mean i will find it when we're done and show it to you but that was one of the ones he was covering it was when she was telling the dad mm-hmm. she may has have she may as well have told him she like murdered that somebody. she was like a prostitute right, right the right, right. way he looked at her i was screaming so funny. Oh, yeah. So I was trying to look. It doesn't, I don't know that he went to jail, which is really sad because he did um, admit to it, like the sexual misconduct with minors. But was it like, I was just going to ask if it was actually like, if it was just like pornography, not just, I'm not minimizing it just says that. But sexual, on his Wikipedia, it says sexual misconduct with minors, which is enough to be. Right. I don't really care what it is. If it's with a minor, you're a piece of shit. So he escaped any criminal charges (gasps) of the child molestation due to the state of limitations in New York. The NYPD was unable to criminally prosecute Collins following their investigation into the allegations and confessions. That was June 28, 2023. That was just recent. Sorry, there should be no statute of limitations Mm -mm. on shit like that. No, because if you're capable of that, it doesn't matter how much time passed before you got caught. Don't tell me you haven't still been doing it or going to do it again or capable of such. If you're a predator, you're a predator. I agree. You don't just wake up Mm -mm. one day and decide you're not into Mm -mm. that anymore. No, if your mind, I have said this a million times, if your mind can ever go there, ever, you're done. Like that's, you don't ever come back from that. If you can remotely get turned on by a child of any sort, I don't care how many years ago it was. I don't care that you've repented. No, I just could never. Well, that's like, and like the Duggars, Mm -mm. right? Like Mm. their, their oldest son. I'm sorry. Those parents Mm -mm. should also be charged Mm -mm. with crimes. No, you knew about it. You knew that's sick. No, I agree. And I don't, I don't know how anybody like just turns the cheek of like, just that just doesn't matter no sorry i don't care if you are my kid and you're doing this i will turn your ass in so fucking fast if i don't murder you first yeah i don't like that at all Mm. but yeah he's not in jail so there you go which is so crazy to me because people go to jail for crazier things um seventh heaven oh this person said oh that was such a good opener oh i forgot the rest of the words though the song slap what was the rest of it seventh heaven I feel like I'm going to know it. We're going to play it for y'all. Oh, it's seventh heaven opening. Yeah. Roll that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> Hold on. No, hopefully it doesn't give me a damn YouTube commercial. Oh, look at that. Sure is. Why oh. wouldn't it do that? Is it really giving the commercial? Yeah. Right. It's a Sarah Lee commercial. Oh, okay. <laughs> Seventh heaven When I see your smiley face I thought it was fun Then back at me Seventh heaven I know there's no greater feeling Than the love of family Where can you go? <laughs> 
When the world treats you right, the answer is home. That's the one place that you'll find seventh heaven. Ooh, seventh heaven. Damn, she remembers that. Can't remember nothing from 2004, but I remember <laughs> that song. Wow, that was a bop. It Love was it. Good. That felt good. That just did feel good. I'm not going to lie. Um, wow. Okay. All right. I got my heart racing a little bit. I'm not 100% sure. sure why I was doing. Um, Johnny Depp walked up to me at Disneyland many years ago and talked to me. Ooh, I need to know more about this girl. I need to know this. Oh, somebody said Jamie Foxx came in to see his own movie when I worked in the theater around 2002-ish with his parents in the late night show and trying to be incognito. I love, but then he was like, we're about to go see my movie. <laughs> like, did he not get a private screening? How does that work? <laughs> we about to go see my movie. He went, he paid for, I mean, he probably, he didn't need the money. He got some, but man, I love that. I'm trying to see if anybody else had any good ones. Who's Kurt Fuller? Do you know? Uh, Wait, Kurt Fuller, that name sounds familiar. Is that, hold on, I think I'm getting him confused with an, with a different Kurt. Kurt Fuller. Well, this person's. Oh my God, this man that? is old as hell. Oh, well, it'll make sense in a second. Tell me who he is. <gasps> what? Totally know who he is. Let He's like see. a character actor, but I wouldn't have known him by name. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did he play in that coach show? Hollering at people? What did he play in? He's been in Psych, Supernatural, Wayne's World, Go, uh, Ghostbusters, No Holds Barred. He's like, he's one of those character actors where like you know no, their face because yeah, yeah, yeah. you've seen them in so many different things mm-hmm. and he probably makes a fine living yeah. off of acting. But he's never like been He's never the like the guy. No. So this, this person said, Kurt Fuller, his dad was in the same nursing home as my mom. When I recognized him, he yelled at me and then later found me and apologized. Good to know. Wait, he was in the nursing home? Visiting his dad. Oh, that makes sense. I was like, he's only 69. Oh my God, wait a second. I love that this person that submitted this already knew we weren't going to know it, and she actually sent us a photo and a description of, of Kurt Fuller. Yeah. Look at her. She, You know what? That is the kind of proactive behavior we need from more of you hoes. That's how she knows us. That's how we know she knows. <laughs> if you know, you know. And she knew. She um, was like, they're not going to have any idea, and they're going to have to Google him. Right. I just love that. Well, we did anyways, but thanks for saving us the work. <laughs> Oh, um, Brian Luttrell, Backstreet Boy, but they didn't say anything about him. Aaron Carter, Rip, circa 2003, tried picking me up. I'm 16, or he was 16 and she was 20. (laughs) Shoot your shot, buddy. Man, Russell Brand at a club I worked at. He was a delightful man. Okay, if anybody, I just found the the TikTok account. Mm -hmm. It's Rob Anderson. Oh, spiders are in the house. Listen, Kid Rock might be my spirit animal because <laughs> this person said met Kid Rock because I had a bottle of Boone's Farm, so security let me through. I'm dead. <laughs> not the Boone's Farm. Um. Oh, it's not Rob Anderson. Oh. Sorry, going back to the TikTok. It's, was that? Oh, I forgot we were so talking it's, about that. It's, we just had to pause it because Fisher broke in here in his police uniform with plastic spiders gone. There's spiders in the house. Right, There's spiders welcome. in the house. <laughs> it's Heart Throbert is his uh handle okay so he has a whole series where they're he's watching these seventh heaven episodes oh i will be yeah it's a trip because i've really forgotten about obviously the majority of what they were i do remember them being very extreme and i remember topics and stuff but i don't obviously i don't know it seems so normal (laughs) at the time but i'd have to go back and watch them to see my 
my hot take because I can't remember. It's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. Not going to lie. Um, okay. Were there any others of note? No, I just looked through and I can't remember the ones that I have. I'm pretty sure we're caught up to everything. I like hearing people. Everybody's got people were actually pretty nice. There weren't too many. Um, there really weren't bad ones at stories, all, no. which is, you know, kind of refreshing. Um, yeah. all right. Well, next week's episode, there was so many submissions for, um, am I the asshole and advice and things like that? Like tons and tons. And for the sake of time, since we typically only do like one, maybe two a week, we're going to do another episode where we kind of, um, go through all of those for you guys. So you're not, you know, just waiting on us to find out if you're the asshole or not. (laughs) Oh man. All right, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Basically Famous, available on YouTube and anywhere you can listen to podcasts. We'd love for you to subscribe, rate us five stars, and leave us some words of affirmation. And don't forget to call or text the hotline at 919-867-6776 for your chance to be basically famous. XOXO!